Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading the Old Testament this year, read Exodus 7, Job 24, and Psalm 55. This devotional is about Exodus 7. The Lord answered Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I will multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, Pharaoh will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt, and by mighty acts of judgment I will bring the divisions of my people, the Israelites, out of the land of Egypt. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out from among them. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old, and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh tells you, Perform a miracle, you are to say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a serpent. But Pharaoh called the wise men and sorcerers and magicians of Egypt, and they also did the same things by their magic arts. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a serpent. But Aaron's staff swallowed up the other staffs. Still, Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning, as you see him walking out to the water. Wait on the bank of the Nile to meet him, and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to tell you, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But you have not listened until now. This is what the Lord says, By this you will know that I am the Lord. Behold, with the staff of my hand I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will turn to blood. The fish in the Nile will die, the river will stink, and the Egyptians will be unable to drink its water. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers and canals and ponds and reservoirs, that they may become blood. There will be blood throughout the land of Egypt, even in the vessels of wood and stone. Moses and Aaron did, just as the Lord had commanded. In the presence of Pharaoh and his officials, Aaron raised the staff and struck the water of the Nile, and all the water was turned to blood. The fish in the Nile died, and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water, and there was blood throughout the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same thing by their magic arts. So Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Instead, Pharaoh turned around, went into his palace, and did not take any of this to heart. So all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, because they could not drink the water from the river. And seven full days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. This is God's word. In verse 3, God said, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. In verses 13 and 22, the Bible says, 
Pharaoh's heart became hard. Only spiritual stubbornness would allow a man to see God's miraculous works over and over again without believing his messengers and letting his people go. In verse 5, God said that the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. That's the NIV's reading of verse 5. It is amazing, isn't it, that they didn't know that he is Lord long before that. The staff to snake miracle, which we saw in verses 8 through 12, and the Nile to blood miracle, which we saw in verses 14 through 22, seem to me like very convincing proofs of God's existence and God's lordship. Yet Pharaoh would not let God's people go. Why? Because God hardened Pharaoh's heart, according to verse 3, and because his heart became harder, according to verse 13 and verse 23. When God hardened Pharaoh's heart, he did not create fresh evil, as one of my seminary professors used to say, in Pharaoh's heart. Instead, God simply allowed Pharaoh to deny the implications of what he had seen, and God allowed him to refuse to believe that God's hand was behind these miracles. We see that in verse 14, which says in the NIV, Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. The word unyielding helps us understand what was happening in Pharaoh's heart in this chapter. God was showing him many convincing proofs, but Pharaoh would not yield to those proofs by admitting that Yahweh was real and more powerful than he, that is, Pharaoh, was. So when God hardened Pharaoh's heart, he allowed Pharaoh to choose unbelief. Instead of sending the convicting power of the Spirit to soften Pharaoh's heart, God allowed Pharaoh to respond to these miracles however Pharaoh wanted to respond to them. And the way that sinners want to respond to God's work is with unbelief, denial, rejection, just as Pharaoh did in this passage. This is why unbelievers can reject Jesus Christ even though they see God answer prayer or admit that they believe in life after death, or realize that they have no explanation for the existence of sin. Without the convicting power of the Spirit, nobody would ever believe God and submit to his lordship. This is why we have no right to be proud about our faith. Your faith in Jesus is not the result of some clever insight you had to believe the gospel. It is the result of God's gracious work in your heart, by his Spirit, softening your heart to respond in faith to the gospel. It is also why you and I must pray for God to work in the hearts of unbelievers when we sow the seeds of the gospel by telling them about Christ. Unless God softens the heart, the ears that hear his word will not receive it. They'll reject it. Are you thankful for God's grace that softened your heart to trust in Jesus? Are you praying for his work in the hearts of others around you so that they too will receive the gospel message? May God bless you. We'll see you next time. Hope you have a great day.